0: Welcome to the Holy Yes Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Washington. And God, in this moment, I pray that you do that thing where the room fills with your glory. Let's roll for another revolutionary conversation of faith, business, and money. All right, y'all, we are back with another episode. And today we're going to be talking about God and money. This is something that's come up a lot within my community, and obviously, if you've been inside the House of Wealth Embodiment, you know that this is where we spend the most amount of our time, and I have a lot to say about money, so we're going to break this up into multiple different episodes, but today is going to be really special because I'm going to read an excerpt from the money book that I'm currently writing. That is a part of the first chapter and it's going to help us kickstart this conversation on this podcast and begin opening you to a new understanding and a new perspective around how your relationship with God and your relationship with money are actually really deeply connected. My prayer is that this episode lands not only in your mind, but in your body and that it gives you something fresh and enlivening to connect with when it comes to money. This is titled right now. I'm not sure what it's going to be titled in the book quite yet, but right now it's titled The River. I was on a road trip two years ago, I believe. I'm losing track of time because the last three years have all felt like one big life. (laughs) But it was about two years ago. I was road tripping through Yosemite and through the mountains, and we landed on this campsite that was right off the edge of a river, a big, huge, gushing river. And I woke up one morning and I was determined to start writing my book on this trip. And this was the one spot where there was enough downtime to really drop in with my writing. So I got up and I went to the river and I laid on this rock and I went to go write and absolutely nothing came through. And it was driving me crazy because I finally set up this whole space and I was like, I'm in the perfect environment. My channel is going to blast open and I'm going to write this whole book. But nothing came. So I heard God say, Become so bored that you can hear me. And so I laid on that rock for probably two hours, just staring at the river and the river started to speak. I literally started to hear and feel different words come from the water. So that's where this excerpt first came from. I actually felt it being written in my body first. Like I didn't have a pen out. I didn't have a journal or anything. I just laid on this rock and let the river speak into me. And then later, back when I was at the campsite, I wrote down everything that I could remember and it turned into the first chapter of the book. So let's get into it. There are different rocks on your path that will influence the direction of the waters of your life's energy. Let's call these rocks scarcity for now. What's most important is to remember that no matter how many rocks there are, the waters of your life never stop moving. In other words, God's power never stops trying to find ways to move through you. The same goes for money and prosperity, which I look at as God's resources. In essence, prosperity never stops finding ways to move through you. Eventually, the edges of the rocks, scarcity, smooth out while water flows directly over them or between them. You can think of a ferocious river, bending, flowing, moving, and mixing, and mingling over rocks and boulders. The flow is always more powerful than the rock. In other words, abundance is always more powerful than scarcity. In essence, abundance already won. So what does that mean? God already won. So you're either paying attention to the rock, or you're paying attention to the rivers that are always trying to find a way to move through you. The river is a momentous force of grace and grit. It's all parts of you clashing and colliding into the perfect harmonious rhythm. And when you increase your bandwidth to see and acknowledge prosperity and scarcity, your perception of wealth expands. You cannot expand your capacity for wealth without also expanding your capacity for scarcity. With an expanded perception of wealth, God enters the room And the way you move, the way you breathe, changes fiercely. I call it faithful living. Living for something greater than your pain. No longer bargaining with rocks, but instead exchanging with the endless waters of your life. And the reason why we're using the word exchanging here is because money, when you look at the root word, money is a medium of exchange. Cash might be an object that we materially use on this earthly plane, but money is a medium of exchange. It's not necessarily cash. It's not necessarily scarcity. It's a spiritual relationship. It's an exchange with life. So we create a legacy that moves through any and all scarcity. In the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he writes, abundance is everywhere, but not everyone is trained to see it. And what that book fails to recognize is that that's on purpose. That's not by accident that not everyone is trained to see it. So you must recognize that it is an act of rebellion to change your perception of wealth. You must train your body to feel wealthy such that your mind can see prosperity, abundance, opulence. Your life ends and begins with your body and your breath. So the same thing goes for money, for wealth, for liberation. Your body's intelligence leads you to your financial intelligence. And this is what takes the most courage. The kind of courage that arrives last minute on a rainy day. The kind of courage that burns and stings at first. The kind of courage that reminds you of who you are and just how much power you hold within you. Not egoic power, but the power to love and know God's gift of life so intimately that it breaks your heart and fills your soul all at once. And yes, we're still talking about money because that's where so many people give up their power first. So you want more money. You want more support. Be clear on why. Don't be afraid to shout it out. Don't be afraid to roar. Don't be shy in your pursuit of living the life you desire to live. I'm not here to deliver you a secret code. I would never hold you so small to that, but I am here to wake you up to the remembrance that could open doors of momentum, momentum that takes your breath away and turns your life upside down in the most delicious way possible. Abundance is everywhere, but not everyone is trained to ask for it. Not everyone is trained to look for it. Not everyone is trained to manage it because you're either being trained by the systems of the world or you're being trained by God. You're either listening to the circumstances that are stacked against you or you're listening to God's plan for you to move through them. This is where you choose. Which one will you choose? That is a sliver of the book and the direction that the the money book I'm writing is going in. And there's a couple of places in this excerpt that I want to pause and unpack with you just to bring you into a full circle moment with how this all applies to your life, how this applies to your relationship with money. When you are imagining a river... That river, no matter how many rocks are in it, is always going to flow. It's going to find a way to move around the rock or under the rock or over the rock. So, the way that God has set up the waters of your body, in the way that God has set up your life, is not that there's never going to be any rocks. But he set you up like water, like a river that knows exactly how to flow through the rock, around the rock. And then more than that, God has set you up to actually erode the rock and soften the rock. And that's where scarcity is not necessarily there to block us. It can't block your abundance. It can't block the river that God is flowing through you. Scarcity is there because you were chosen to transcend it. You were chosen to smooth it out. You were chosen to erode it. And that's part of our mission in this planet on this life, and in this lifetime. Deeper than that, what we start to recognize in this is that God is always finding ways to move through you. And when I connected with this understanding, the feeling that came over my body was this benevolent love, this comfort of Wow, no matter what is happening, no matter how many rocks I'm convinced are blocking me, God is always trying to find a way to move through me. God is always trying to find me. And how often do we live our lives from the seat of us trying to find the thing that is going to click or make something make sense? What about sitting in a posture of recognition and remembrance that God is looking at you, that God is pointing directly at you and saying, you you right there. I'm trying to find a way to move through you. And in that, there's this confrontation of of intimacy of, wow, I don't have to chase enoughness. I don't have to chase and attract when I'm chosen. And when I live in that knowing of I am chosen And God is trying to find ways to move through me in that abundance already won. I don't have to fight scarcity. I don't have to try to fight these blocks. I don't have to try to fight these limiting beliefs. I don't have to get wrapped up in that. But I can take responsibility for my stewardship. I can take responsibility for the rivers of my body and be disciplined enough to understand that that body intelligence, the way that God designed me, is actually going to lead me to my financial intelligence. Because God also designed my mind, which is where a lot of my material understanding of money is going to live. But my spiritual understanding of money, the foundation of my original template of wealth, that lives in my body. So if that's not activated, then my mind will constantly be on a unquenchable thirst for more more dollars more clothes more this more that more this more that in an effort to feel a liberation that can only be accessed through the body and through the body's understanding that it belongs that it is chosen that there is a river of life flowing through it that knows exactly how to erode and move and cascade against these rocks that life is inevitably going to put in our path So in essence here, like I said in the excerpt, prosperity, because prosperity is connected to God, money, prosperity, abundance, these are God's resources, are always finding ways to move through me. So if there's one thing you start to repeat and say out loud and speak into your life, it's money, prosperity is always finding a way to move through me. It's not just about what I am externally manifesting and what am I doing and I and self and self. It's recognizing that God is the one that is moving through us. God is the one that is manifesting through us. And when our perception can expand beyond just ourselves, that's when we really strike this point of peace that so many people are searching for. The last piece that I want to speak on here is the the phrase, the essence, the feeling of God has already won. I want you to notice what that feels like in your body. What does that feel like in your life? God has already won. And if you are in God, do you understand where that positions you? Do you understand how that resources you, how much more prepared you are than you think? And this is where we really get to merge with the receivership and where we get to merge with God's plan. So the flow of money, God does not want you to remove the rock of scarcity. There, that was never part of the agreement, was remove that rock of scarcity, and then I will reward you with this. That's a punishment versus reward system that we don't subscribe to. The agreement was, I need you to believe that I will find a new path no matter what. I need you to believe that I move like water. I need you to believe in the the turbulence, the momentum, the gracious grit that comes with my true nature. I need you to believe in that. And then in that, you stop paying attention to the rock and trying to get rid of the rock and trying to perfect the rock. And instead, you're now working with it. You're moving through it. You're moving around it. You're allowed to not only expand your perception of prosperity, but you're also expanding your perception of scarcity. This was a big part of my money journey that changed everything I recognized on a deep level that if I cannot respect my scarcity, which really represents the parts of me that still question my belonging, which really represent the rejected parts of myself, if I can't respect that, then I'm never going to respect the wealth and my wealth identity because they go hand in hand. They're two sides of the same coin. So the more that I can expand my capacity for scarcity, meaning I can expand my capacity for adversity and a little bit of adversity, a couple of rocks don't block my path, the more I can become rich and wealthy and expanded in my wealth identity. Every single time you cross a new financial milestone, every single time you expand your wealth, guess what's going to be on the other side of that door? A rock scarcity of, Hey, look at this. This is why I always remind my clients. If you really want to work on your money stuff, if you want to develop a clean relationship with money, then make money, build your revenue, build your resources, because then you're now in the room with the very thing that you're afraid of. So as I started to generate big money in my business, that's when the real work started. It wasn't more money created less scarcity. That's a lie. More money actually had me set up in position to confront more of my scarcity because there's more to quote unquote lose for the ego. There wasn't much to lose when I was filing bankruptcy. There was a lot to lose when I had 17 members, seven figures. There's a lot more in the room to confront there. So I had to not only expand my capacity for more wealth, but I also had to expand my capacity and my compassion and my respect for the scarcity that I was going to transcend through that wealth. So my money work is not focused on getting rid of these blocks and these limiting beliefs. I am chosen. That's not the battle that I'm in. But my job and my work is to continue on the path of transcendence. And not only changing this for me, but going through my body and my bloodline, to really understand where these narratives around money came from to get to the root and utilize my wealth identity as a catalyst for the scarcity. And this has been the most life changing part because I'm no longer in this matrix of constantly trying to attract and get into a specific receiving mode or vibe. It's just simply, I raised my hand for a big life. So those are going to come with some big rocks. But that's also going to come with an even bigger river an even deeper body of water. And I trust that has already won and that anything else is gonna be taken care of, that it will swallow anything else in its wake. Second to last piece. I said the last piece was the last piece, but this is actually the last piece. In this is, is your choice. There is a choice to move with the river and there is a choice to stay on the rock. And focus on the rock and focus on needing the rock to move before the river can move because at the end of the day like I said in the excerpt you're either trained by the systems of the world or are you in the training room with God I want you to imagine that right now where you're standing you are training for the most momentous chapter of your life I want you to really feel that in your body, that you are training right now, wherever you are, regardless of what it looks like, you are training for the most momentous chapter of your life. And the world is never going to be able to train you for what God has in store for you. You have to go to your creator for that. So if you were going to do any work, if you were going to sit and focus on anything, remember And this was inspired by Sarah Young's devotional. Remember that the main purpose of your human mind is to know God. And when you make that your primary function, and you understand that on a a deeper level, it might be unexplainable, but it's a felt sense that, the purpose, the primary purpose of my mind is to know God. And when I make that my primary purpose, then I allow God to fill my thoughts. I allow God to fill my life. I allow God to fill my imagination. And that is when God can manifest through you the easiest. I hope this episode served you. I hope that it changed and moved some things around for you in terms of how you think about money, how you think about your creator, how you think about your relationship with wealth and your relationship with scarcity. I pray that you walk away now holding reverence for both so you're not at odds with yourself, but instead you're starting to move in a deeper state of harmony and coherence. And this allows your body's intelligence to be developed, which walks you straight into your financial intelligence because the biggest thing that you're gonna need when you're sitting in front of a bank account full of money and you're now making decisions that you never thought you'd make before or you've created options in your life that you've never created before, what you're going to need is a steady body that can hold that much pleasure, that can hold that much joy, that can hold that much bigness. So this is the real work. This is the deeper work. I'm sending you so much love, and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Holy Guest Podcast. I am so grateful that you're here and we get to do this work together. Connect with me on Instagram at IamVictoriaWashington and let me know how this episode landed for you. I genuinely read and listen to every single message that comes through. And I love receiving your stories, your feedback, your reflections of how these teachings are being woven into your life, your business, your relationship with God. Be sure to check the show notes below for ways to go deeper in this work. And I'll see you next week for another episode of the Holy Yes Podcast. All right, y'all, if you love today's episode, we're going even deeper inside the faith-based business bundle. This is a new body of work that bridges faith and entrepreneurship in a way that I have never seen done before. The testimonials coming out of this space are absolutely sensational. The depth, the exhilaration, the vitality that's coming alive in the women who have joined the bundle is quite literally blowing my mind. It is based off of one assignment, to prioritize God at the center of your mission, and to simplify your relationship with money in a way that brings you into peace with the evolution of your business. We are going to be going through three master courses over three months, and each of them touches on different parts of your business, how to add velocity and volume to what it is that you're doing in the world. Master course number one was taught in October, Kingdom Codes. So when you join the bundle, you get immediate access to the three-day Kingdom Codes master course. And then you're going to be able to join us for our upcoming journey in November, Prosper Through Prayer. And then our final journey is going to be in December, The Covenant. Each of these master courses is available a la carte, or you can bundle and save. And with the bundle, you get a bonus to join the Fulfilled by Faith broadcast channel. The reason why I created this bonus is because when you're starting to reconnect with God in a deeper way, and you're watching how God's genius is actually fulfilling your business in this entirely new way that you've never experienced before. The first thing that you want to do is share it with other people. So there's a whole network of faith-based entrepreneurs that are coming together inside the broadcast channel. And then you also are going to be able to get additional Q&A with me and access to all the bonus audios that I drop between our journeys. So it's a whole ride. I would be honored to have you inside with us. You can head to the show notes. I am victoriawashington.com slash faith-based business bundle, and it's there. You can sign up for either the bundle or any of the master courses a la carte.